Word nerds, word nerds, what about those word nerds? They are here to listen to me talk about all the words. Welcome to the dictionary. Thank you for joining me. How lovely to see you. Yes, I can see you. The first word is centavo. C-E-N-T-A-V-O. First form noun from 1883. It just says to see Boliviano, Cordoba, Lempira, Peso, and Quetzal in the money table. This is Spanish, and it literally means hundredth. Centavo means hundredth. Uh, from ciento, which means hundred, from the Latin centum. Next is the second form of centavo. Noun from 1913. One, a former monetary unit equal to one one-hundredth Portuguese escudo. Number two, it says see escudo and metical in the money table. Lots of monies. Next is centenarian. Centenarian. This is a noun from 1790. One that is 100 years old or older. And centenarian... Oop, there was a little bit of a burpy, burpy thing there that happened. Centenarian is also an adjective. I, uh... I kind of I kind of want to become a centenarian. I want to live as long as possible so I can see how the world changes. I don't want to be decrepit. I don't want to be falling apart. I don't want my brain to be going. I want to have all my wits about me and stay active and healthy. Uh, but you know, as, as soon as I am not like that, I'm I'm done. I'm out of here. But uh, I I would like to uh, to hit that milestone. That would be cool. We're seeing a lot more of them, by the way. You know, as medical technology gets better and people are, um, you know, just being healthier in general, um, yeah, we're, there's a lot more centenarians. Centenarians, that's the word. Okay, next we have centenary. This is, uh, it says especially, oh, that's a different pronunciation. Um, this one is, it's not, it's a noun from 1788. We have the synonym centennial. Uh, And then centenary is also an adjective. So the centennial would be like the 100th anniversary of something. Um, In 1976, we had the bicentennial. So that was 200 years. Um, This is from the Latin centenarius, which is of a hundred. From centeni, which is 100 each. From centum, which means hundred. And there's more at the word hundred. Uh, but it looks like the British say centenary, centenary, because of course they do. Next is centennial. Hey, that's what we were just talking about. Good thing they're right next to each other. It is a noun from 1876. Oh, interesting. You see what I'm seeing there? 1876. It is a 100th anniversary or its celebration. Centennial is an adjective and centennially is an adverb. So when you turn 100, you are celebrating your centennial. Uh, yeah, so it looks like maybe they invented this word at, at the 100th anniversary of America? Is that possible? Was it not a word before then? Hmm. Uh, okay, well, so we're already on our last word for this episode. It is the word center, C-E-N-T-E-R. There's two forms. Uh, there's going to be a lot of information here. 
it uh, goes a bit past where I usually end my episodes, so this one will be a bit long, and the next one, next episode might be a little short. It's fine by me. Okay, center, noun, the first form uh, from the 14th century. 1A, the point around which a circle or sphere is described. Broadly, a point that is related to a geometrical figure in such a way that for any point on the figure, there is another point on the figure such that a straight line joining the two points is bisected by the original point. That is a terrible way to describe that, but it does make sense. Uh, And then it is called also the center of symmetry. 1b, the center of the circle inscribed in a regular polygon. 2a, a point, area, person, or thing that is most important or pivotal in relation to an indicated activity, interest, or condition, as in a railroad center, also as in the center of the controversy. Ooh, what is the center of the controversy? Is it a person? Is it a situation? Is it a thing? Is it a dog? How could a dog be the center of a controversy? I don't know, but it's possible. Uh, Okay, 2B, a source from which something originates, as in a propaganda, propaganda center. To see, a group of neurons having a common function, as in respiratory center. To D, a region of concentrated population, as in an urban center. To E, a facility providing a place for a particular activity or service, as in a daycare center. 3A, the middle part, as of the forehead or a stage. That's the example. It's just the middle part. Uh, 3B is often capitalized, and we have then sub sub ones. We have 3A1 and 2 and 3. So 3... Oh, sorry, no, I, I messed that up completely. 3B has 3B1, 3B2, 3B3, and all of them are often capitalized. Clear as mud. Okay, uh, 3B1... A grouping of political figures holding moderate views, especially between those of conservatives and liberals. 3B2, the views of such politicians. 3B3, the adherence of such views. 4A, a player occupying a middle position on a team, as 4A1, the football player in the middle of a line, who passes the ball between his legs to a back to start a down. It's probably a quarterback. Maybe someday I'll actually learn all of the terms uh, or all the the names of the players on a football team because I don't know most of them and I don't understand most of them. Okay, 4A2, the usually tallest player on a basketball team who usually plays near the basket because they're tall and they can block it better. Uh, okay, 4B, the synonym is center field. 5A, either of two tapered rods which support work in a lathe or grinding machine and about or with which the work revolves. That was a hard thing to say. And then 5B, a conical recess in the end of a work uh, for receiving such a center. And then the example is as a shaft. What is that? Uh, is that like a mine shaft? A conical recess in the end of work as a shaft for receiving such a center. 
Don't really understand that, but that's okay. Centerless is an adjective. How can something be centerless? Isn't there a center to everything? Um, I mean, I'm thinking of physical things, but I guess other things might not have a center. This is from Middle English, centra, with a T-R-E at the end, from the Latin centrum, from the Greek kentron, which means sharp point or center of a circle, from kentin, which means to prick, probably akin to the old high German hantag, which means pointed. Okay, now we have the second form of center. This is the very last word. It's a verb from 1590, starting with transitive. One, to place or fix at or around a center or central area, as in center the picture on the wall. Oh, yes, please. I I hate it when things are off-center. Number two, to give a central focus or basis, as in centers her hopes on her son. Well, that's a lot of pressure. Also as in the plot was centered on espionage. Three, to adjust as lenses so that the axes coincide. Lenses, would that be, oh, probably uh, the lenses in a camera lens? or something, probably. Moving on to 4A, to pass from either side toward the middle of the plane area. And uh, the examples of what you are passing is a ball or a puck. 4B, to hand or pass backward between one's legs to a back to start a down. Uh, And the example is a football. And yes, of course, that's connected to the one that we talked about in the last word. 5 to play center on, as in center a line in hockey. And then we have one intransitive definition, to have a specified center, and the synonym is focus. Focus, please, please focus. Okay, uh, we have some usage information for this second form of center, which is great. The intransitive verb center is most commonly used with the prepositions in, on, at, and around. At appears to be favored in mathematical contexts. The others are found in a broad range of contexts. Center around, a standard idiom, has often been objected to as illogical. The logic on which the objections are based is irrelevant, since center around is an idiom, and idioms have their own logic. This is great. Uh, Center on is currently more common in edited prose and revolve around has sim uh oh sorry and revolve around and similar verbs are available if you want to avoid center around well that was just lovely so our words today were centavo centenarian centenary centennial and center i am going to pick centenarian as the word of the episode because i want to become one centenarians are really old they've been on earth for a hundred years yes they have okay let's talk about some holidays Mm, it is maybe i'll save that one for the fun holidays um it is in the uk grand national ladies day it is uh in finland the anniversary and day of the finnish language and that is also called something that I will mispronounce, which is Mikhail Agricola. 
It is in Denmark, occupation of Denmark. Not sure exactly what that is. Um, in, let's see, maybe that's the anniversary of the German invasion of Denmark. That's another thing that's today. Maybe it's the same thing. I don't know. In Iraqi Kurdistan, it is Baghdad Liberation Day. In the Philippines, it is, okay, this it has two names, both of which I don't understand. Uh, Bataan Day, which is spelled B-A-T-A-A-N, or Arauen Kageskange, oh, sorry, I, I, sorry, my mouth doesn't make these words, uh, I apologize, but let's look at what it is, let's give it some more exposure, it is Bataan Day, or Bataan and Corregidor Day, uh, National Observance in the Philippines, which commemorates the fall of Bataan during World War II, um, why don't I know where Bataan is? It must have been, uh, yeah, it must be in the Philippines. Um, okay, S- let's back, 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 back. Um, in Kosovo, it is Constitution Day. In Georgia, it is Day of National Unity. That might be the country, Georgia. In Finland, it is Day of the Finnish Language. Um, in Tunisia, it is Martyrs Day. In uh, Thelema, it is Feast of the Second Day of the Writing of the Book of Law. It's a lot of lot of information there. There are four instances of of the <laughs> feast of the second day of the writing of the book of the law. That's crazy. Uh, it is in the U.S. National Former Prisoner of War Recognition Day in the Troth. What is the Troth? The Ring of Troth, American-based international heathen organization. Okay, so it's a group of people. Um, the Troth, it's remembrance for Hakon Sigurdsson. And then it is Vimy Ridge Day in Canada. So many holidays today. Uh, okay, so the fun holidays. Uh, National Name Yourself Day. So give yourself a good name today. National Winston Churchill Day. And then National Unicorn Day. So, you know, go celebrate celebrate some unicorns. I think that's all I got to say. Thank you very much for listening. And until next time, this is Spencer dispensing information. Goodbye.